Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bees Knees Podcast. We're your hosts, Ben and Brittany, and if you haven't already, please download this episode. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Bees Knees Ben and the Bees Knees Brittany, and on TikTok at the Bees Knees Podcast. We like talking about movies and TV, or TV and movies, cause we're the Bees Knees, oh yeah. Last week, I was going on and on about this bean fest. Yep. Because how do you not when you find out that there's a bean fest and you find out so strangely? Yeah. And so I'm telling my my friend who I work with, I'm like, oh, there's this bean fest, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, well, like, probably not going to go. Like, it's my anniversary this weekend. We're probably going to be doing other things. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fair. Like, <laughs> Makes sense. It yeah. Make, yeah, you guys probably want to have something. I don't know what's cooler than bean fest, though. But like, <laughs> sure, I guess. Nothing. And <laughs> so we went to bean fest, but we'll get to that today. Um, I asked like, oh, yeah, like, how was your weekend? And did you get up to anything? And like, it's your anniversary, all that stuff. And he's just like, yeah, like, uh, we went out thanks to you. And I'm just like, did you go to Bean Fest? <laughs> like, I was so excited thinking they friggin went to Bean Fest. And didn't an- say hi to us? For their anniversary. Somehow we must have missed each other. But just the fact that we were both there. What an amazing way to spend your anniversary. And he's just like, no. And I was like, okay, then I'm lost. I have no idea what you're talking about. He's like, we went out for dinner at this restaurant. And I was just like, oh. And the and the reason it's thanks to me is because like four years ago, I bought them a gift card for their anniversary. <laughs> and they just used it. And I was just like. That was a long-term investment. <laughs> I was so confused, though, because I was just like. Yes, we all enjoyed the Bean Fest. What a great time. I mean, I'm glad that they enjoyed the the gift card that we got for them, finally. I know. I was just like, oh, uh, awesome. I, like, I, I honestly thought that it was used up, you know, when I bought it for them. <laughs> yeah, it's like, here's a gift card. Oh, cool. We'll go out next week. <laughs> Yeah, and, and especially because, like, I got it for them as an anniversary gift, so I thought they would use it then but whatever i mean i'm glad that it's used now but it was just that initial excitement of like you guys also went to bean fest and i went to bean fest and like now we can share in our bean fest experience and he was just like no and i was like okay just just so straight up just like no that'd be stupid yeah because he will because he did make it very clear last week that they weren't going to bean fest and so then for me to just immediately jump to like, Boldly you guys must assume. have gone to Bean Fest. What else was there to do this weekend? Especially thanks to me, which is thanks to, I forget her name, the random texter. Yeah, random texter. And so I just want to say a couple of my highlights of Bean Fest. One, there were tons of little like vendors selling stuff it was cute little like market that you could just look at people's like crafting or like there was like the henna or like airbrush tattoos there was there was so many fruits. temporary body art things yeah and it was just like a lot of fun there were like handbags there were a bunch of tents set up that were like selling 
I think they were attempting to be like antiques or something, but really it was just like the old toys that you just found out of your basement. It was very yeah. garage yeah. S- the, sale style. The amount of 65-year-old men with just buckets and buckets full of toys. Yeah. And some of them were pretty niche. Like there was one guy who had just like like old wrestler action figures. Yeah. And I remember when I was a kid, I had, I think me and my brother had like two of them, mm-hmm. but this guy had like a bucket full of like 40. Yeah. And they were all $15 each. And then there was a, an entire bucket of littlest pet shop, yeah. which is just like a little thing you can buy for $2. I know. And or they were $5 each. There was like the beanie boos and like beanie babies and like, there was just like a bunch of random toys. Like, But where... Do they get all of these things? Because you'd think if you're just going around to like thrift stores, thrift stores and like auctions and like shit like that, that you would have just like a ton of everything and not like 50 of this one thing and 100 of this one thing. Like he has to be going out specifically for wrestler action figures, beanie boos. Maybe he's decided that that's what his market is, is people wanting those things. I don't know. I mean, I didn't talk to them. I just was like, this is so fun to look at these things. And like, obviously, we didn't buy any of it, but it was <laughs> just like, that's neat. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Looking through all the, the little like plushies and being like, I had one that was like this when I was a kid. Yeah. Don't want another one. <laughs> also telling the kids no every like two minutes as they came with another like old ratty looking stuffed animal. And we're like, no, there we have so many stuffed animals lying all over the place at home no 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 the amount of toys that we get for them that are ruined within a week to buy one that has stood the test of time that 40 years later has somehow wound up in this like flea market essentially yeah just to bring it home and have it be ruined in a day i mean i wouldn't say they were like the best condition i mean they were they were ratty looking stuffed animals <laughs> like they looked like if i were to go up to their our kids room pick up all their toys and then put them in a bucket and be like they're two for five bucks except there they were like ten dollars each yeah it was well, uh, that that was one thing that stood out is how many things were just obscenely priced because this is like a people come from all over festival yeah, except for I don't recall seeing any child walking around with a old-looking toy that they bought there. Yeah. So it, I don't think it worked. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was also the one stand that had, like, the comic books, and there were a bunch of, like, comics from Free Comic Book Day in it. Oh, my God. Okay, so you pointed out the comics, and I was like, oh, comics, I'm going to look through them. And I was going, and I remember you telling me that I was, like, so... What did you say? I don't know. I say I, a lot of things. Because you're just like, see if there's anything good. And I was like, yeah, I'll see if there's any rare finds. Oh, these aren't even boarded. And you you called me like, basically you called me prissy about comic books or like pretentious or something. I don't know. I don't think I would have used those words. But then I saw just so many free comic book day comics mm-hmm. that were, they were trying to sell for $5 each. Yeah. And Even though like, it says free right on it. Yeah, it says free comic book day. It's not even an actual in-canon issue. They are comics that are made 
to advertise the series that they give away for free to be like, look at how cool this can be. Yeah. This is the coolest little five page story because it's free. Yeah. And then this person has just collected so many of them. And it's just like, yeah, five bucks each. Comic books. Yay. Honestly, I feel like it's likely that they themselves don't know what is valuable when it comes to comic books. And so they likely got it in a box or a bag at a, at a garage sale or a thrift store. Like, you know how when you go to the thrift store, they have like the bags full of things and you yeah. buy like whatever you get in that bag yeah, for you could get five like, bucks. You can get like 10 comic books for five bucks. Yeah. So it was likely that they were in those and they're like, oh, comic books. People want comic books. And they don't actually know what's valuable and what's not. Because if they did know the market of like people who actually want to spend money on comic books, they would know that they have to be bagged and boarded. Bagged and boarded unless it is a specific comic book like a first appearance or like a alternate cover. Every single one of those comics that they were selling was like a 25 cent comic. It's just like somewhere out there, there's a collector who wants to fill in like a gap in their collection. Yeah. And maybe this will be it. Let me tell you for sure, though, the free comic book day ones are not that. Yeah. Those ones, chuck them. They are worthless to you. Yeah. Um, Another highlight of the Bean Fest was the food trucks. Oh, my God. The food trucks. Food. And. I wanted to go to this food truck in particular because they were the only food truck that had a bean day special, which was a poutine with beans in it. And I was just like, yeah, I'm getting myself some beans. Thank you. The mean bean poutine. And so we stood in line at this food truck for so long and the kids were getting so pissed. But <laughs> I was like, I don't care. Like, I, I understand that every single one of these food trucks has poutine for sale, but not a single one of them is a bean poutine. So we are keeping our ass in this line yeah. and we are getting a bean poutine. That, that was something that I was shocked at was the lack of bean things. Yeah. Apparently there was like a bean dinner um, down like where the car show was. We never ventured down that far because you and I aren't car people. So we were like, that's pointless. Although they also had a, like a little train ride thing down there for kids too, which maybe would have been better than the bouncy castles because that was also a disaster. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, I think they were selling meal ticket things as well for a dinner, which included some sort of bean. Yeah. I just would have thought that there would be like... uh Maybe like a bean mascot. Yeah, just like a, or a bean running around. Some sort of bean imagery or like really play up, play, you know, bean fest. Oh, they should have had those like face cutout things. Yeah. With like a with bean beans. family. Yeah. See, we know how to bean fest. <laughs> okay, so back to the poutine. Yeah. I have to say, so I was not thrilled on the idea of baked beans on a poutine. So I got a different poutine, mm-hmm. and I got uh, like a Montreal smoked meat poutine, mm-hmm. which in theory sounds fantastic. Montreal smoked meat is amazing. Put that on a poutine, amazing. Now, I'm not a guy who likes pickles. Yeah. And on this Montreal smoked meat poutine was like a like a, a pickle, rel- like a fresh pickle relish thing. 
And I was just like, mm, nope, none of that. So I scooped all that off. And then there was two pieces of Montreal smoked meat. Ate that up. Delicious. What was left? Just a plain poutine with like fries, curds, and gravy. Yeah. Then I look over and I see your delicious looking fries, curds, and gravy with beans and bacon and green onions. And like it just looked so much like my mouth is watering right now thinking of how amazing it was because i had a few bites at the end and it was so good i didn't even question the baked beans of it that's because i don't understand why you would in the first place because baked beans are amazing i don't know i just like i feel like if i actually ate baked beans i wouldn't have a problem with them just when i was growing up that was a thing that i just didn't like i had no reason i just didn't like it I think your mom doesn't like it. Yeah, so she has influenced me, and now I'm just like, I don't like baked beans. So just to make this even more Canadian about it being a poutine, it was a baked bean poutine, but it was a maple baked bean, which is, like, amazing. (laughs) I love baked beans. And then maple and bacon and beans... And And, cheese. And grunions. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and I'm pretty sure it had, like, um, the crispy onions, too. Oh, your poutine was so much better than mine. It was so good. It also had um, a garlic, like, aioli. Oh, mine had that on it, too, so I don't don't feel like I'm missing that. Well, combine that with all the (laughs) other stuff that I already said, and it was just fantastic. I now I'm just hungry for bean poutine. I just want beans all the time. <laughs> I don't even care about the gas. Okay. <laughs> Is beans actually a fruit? Uh, I don't know. I've always wondered that. Every time you sing that little song, I'm always like, "Sing it for me." Beans, beans, the magical fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot. The more you toot, the better you feel. So, so eat, eat your beans, beans at every, every meal. meal. Yay! Classic. Classic. <laughs> and no one was singing that song either. <laughs> Why? Could you imagine if there's... A, oh, my the God. live music should oh have been God. singing the Bean song. Okay, so we get there, and there's a stage, like, there's all of the food trucks in, like, a row. Then at the end of this row, there is just this stage with a live band playing just some, like... Well, they were playing uh, Queen, they were playing Prince. Well, as you said it, like a very ballsy selection of music. Yeah. Like they were playing Purple Rain. They were playing just like all of the classics. But the guy who, the band was very good. Like they, they played the music properly. Mm-hmm. And that's usually the thing I focus on. I'm just like, oh, that guitar isn't playing the right part or like this. And just because my brain's fucked up that way. Um, but the singer he was living his best life up there by god he was trying he was trying so hard and i think the main thing is that he had fun and we know that he had fun up there honestly there have been times where we have gone out somewhere and they have live music and the person singing is just like a completely respectable singer yeah and i just get so annoyed by it for absolutely no reason other than just like overstimulation in my mind Mm -hmm. and somehow at bean fest the magic of 
the magical fruit of being fast yeah changed my brain chemistry so that hundreds of people around me mm-hmm. kids constantly tugging singing on board and this guy singing off key <laughs> did not bother me i was okay i with was it. i was just like you go dude you like far be it from me to say you're not doing well when you are headlining well he wasn't headlining but he's playing bean fest making money yeah playing freaking billy jean i know i i was pleasantly surprised at how you reacted because normally i'm just like I know him. I know what he's going to be thinking. I know what he's going to say. Usually this the head is going to be a down disaster. And I was just like, you were just, you were chuckling when he really butchered a note. <laughs> and we just kind of enjoyed the experience together. And not once were you just like, I can't take this right now. I need to get as far away from this as possible. Well, and it's a good thing I didn't have that because I don't think there was anywhere I couldn't hear it. I know, but there were places where you couldn't hear it as prominently. Yeah. But I was just like, you know, it was ballsy for him to pick such well-known songs. And they were well-known because of the vocal artist. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, you have great courage to go up there and try and sing like Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Like... He, he tried. You tried. And you had fun trying. And I'm proud of you for that. Then there was a guy who went up after that band. And it was just some one Australian dude with the guitar. And he was playing like... like I don't even know how to describe it. Bluegrass, like, maybe. Yeah, like, but it's like bluegrassy, rocky, country yeah. stuff. And the only thing I remember is there was one song and as it ended... He played like his little chord and then he howled three <laughs> times in a row and then started the next song. And it was just silent. And he was like, oh, oh, and then started strumming the next song. And I was just like, what is happening? A bean fest. Ah, oh, he was also very strange. <laughs> I loved it. It was great. I'm going to I think we should do Bean Fest every year. Okay. Now, we've talked about Bean Fest for a really long time and it's two weeks in a row that we've just been hyped up on Bean Fest energy. I mean, to be fair, we warned people because we said we were going to Bean Fest. Yeah. And we have now gone and experienced and lived Bean Fest. We are just high off of the bean. Okay. <laughs> But the one thing that I have to say is when we were there, there was this woman and she had her tent and it was one of the first things I saw when I got there and she was doing this jewelry and it was called like Sparked or something. And if you've seen Love is Blind, the one with Nancy and Bertice, whatever season that was, you'll know (laughs) what I'm talking about, where you get to have like a bracelet necklace anklet like whatever you want and she solders it on so it's like on it's permanent unless you like yank it off like nancy did (laughs) um but like there isn't a clasp so it's like it's on and it's there and it's so friggin' cute and i love it 
and I saw it and I was just like, oh my God, I've always wanted one of those ever since I found out about it in Love is Blind, which was probably like a, a year, year ago. ago. Yeah. But You've always, I've always wanted it and I haven't stopped thinking about it since that. So I got one. And it's the cutest freaking thing ever, and I love it. I will say it is very cute, and I got it for you because I love you. This girl is looking at all of the chains, and she's going through looking at, like, some big, like, I don't know, like, iodized metal and, like, silver one. Ooh, this gold one is so dainty and cute. They're I little I, hearts. Yeah. So the links are little hearts. The most expensive one. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course it is. But, but hey, it's so cute. Hey, you worth it. And I waited so long. I waited so patiently because let me tell you, she was packed. And every time I went, she was full and full and full. And then and we went I, into a little like wait list. Yeah. So I was like standing, waiting around, thinking like I, I can be patient. Like... I'm not one of those like needy and like me, me, me kind of people. I'm like someone, they're busy. That's fine. I'll just like linger and wait my turn. And she was just saying like about how there was a lot of people ahead or something. So there's this wait list so that we didn't have to just stand there. And I was like, that's fine. I, I feel like that'd be like a lot of pressure to be doing your thing and and to have, have people hovering constantly. Yeah. So... We're just like, yeah, for sure. We'll just walk around. But this was also at the end of the day because every time I had come back, she was with someone. And I thought like, oh, well, I'll just walk around and come back again later. That's fine. And so we had already done pretty much everything we wanted to do. So we had walked around yeah. a little bit more, came back. And I was like, oh, whatever. Like, I don't mind waiting. I won't be like hovering right at her table, but I'll be within the vicinity. So I, as soon as I know that she's available, like I'm jumping in. <laughs> and so finally like she gets up and because I, I was so far away she's like gonna get up and leave and uh then she sees me she's like oh right like you were on the wait list like i'm so sorry i haven't even been able to touch the wait list it's just been like constant she's like i just like i really have to go to the washroom like i have i've been doing this since whatever like nine in the morning or yeah. something and it was like going on four at this point she's like i haven't been to the washroom yet like i don't even know the wa where the washrooms are and she's like i she's like no, no no it's fine you've been waiting a long time i feel really bad like i'll just i'll get yours done i'm like no like go to the bathroom please yeah. like she i don't was, mind she was saying she's from like london yeah so i'm sure she's very used to people being like no i waited i want it now yeah but i was just like no, please, like, you've been here that long, go to the bathroom. Plus, if she hasn't been to the bathroom, like, she didn't know where the bathrooms were set up. So that means that she hadn't been to the bathroom since she left her house that morning. So she said she was doing that since nine, but then there was also the drive there. So I'm just like, I cannot in good conscience sit here and have you do this service for me, knowing that your bladder is bursting. Like, please <laughs> go. I don't want this to be a miserable experience for you. And I don't, don't mind want, waiting. You don't want this permanent piece of jewelry to be tainted with piss. <laughs> That's not what I was thinking. I was just thinking, you poor woman. I've seen how busy you've been. Please go to the washroom. I really do not mind waiting. So she left, came back. I got my stuff. We chatted. She took a picture of it. because She's like, I love this chain. I don't think that anybody <laughs> has gotten that chain that day because they had to really like root for it. Yeah. It was like buried under You're everything. You're so unique. 
I'm so unique. And like, she loved the way it looked with my tattoos. Oh my God. I just love the way that the dainty chain looks on your edgy tattoos. <laughs> she says to the girl with those like very fine, delicate floral tattoos. Yeah. Your edgy tattoos. <laughs> I thought it was really awesome. I was flattered. I was like, yes, take pictures. And then normally I also have my nails done, but you know, I'm in a wedding this year and going back to school soon. So I was like, oh, like I won't get my nails done. I'll save some money. And that was the only thing that I was upset about. I'm like, she's taking a picture. How cool would it be if my nails were all did and my tattoos and the dainty little chain? And it was just. I, I love that. I can just hear how excited you are about it. I'm very excited about it. I Every time I'm like, I feel it and I'm like jingling it around and touch it. And I'm like, <laughs> ooh, it's so pretty. Um, so you just mentioned something. Can I rant for a second? I guess. Okay, so you just said like you haven't got your nails done because like there's a where you're in a wedding. Weddings mm-hmm. are expensive to be in, so it's just like you know like let's just get nails once that's coming. Yeah. I had to book us a hotel room for the night of the wedding. Yeah. And I am so thrown off at how expensive shitty little small town hotels are. I know. So our friend whose wedding this is kind of like called the hotel and said, hey, we're having a wedding in this weekend. There might be some people who book. Can you like reserve some rooms and people will fill them up? So I called and I was like, yeah, I need a room for two. It's in this block. And there's like, oh, if it's just a couple, we have the like the king suite or something like that. Best best room in the hotel. And mm-hmm. I thought like this is in Listowel. Like, how much, like... Yeah, like, for context, how much is a be, tiny little... When, well, it's not tiny, yeah, like it's a small little town. It's a small town. The last hotel room I got was in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And it was in, like, an actual hotel with, like, 12 floors. Yeah. And it was about $180. Mm-hmm. This fucking hotel room in Listowel... That is in a two-story hotel that is almost just a motel. Yeah, it basically is a motel. It was over $200. I know. I was flabbergasted when you got off the phone. I was like, pardon? But then again, I do have to say, the room we got in Toronto was just another room. Mm-hmm. It was just a room. Well, I, I don't know if you're expecting something spectacular from this motel. Like, I've stayed at this motel I'm not expecting spectacular. I'm not expecting much at all. But she did say the best room in the hotel. So I am expecting something. Like, the fact that this is the best room and it costs the same as just another room. Yeah. In, like, a real hotel. (laughs) I mean, I'm going in with low expectations. (laughs) And then hopefully I'll (laughs) be a little bit... I'll be pleasantly surprised and excited about it and be like, oh, yeah, I can see why this is worth this much money. But eh, (laughs) I don't know. And it's not like we're even going to enjoy it. We're going from like a wedding reception to the hotel to sleep. Yeah. Probably like inebriated. Yes. And then waking up and leaving. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I'm just excited 
for a night out, no kids, dancing, dressing up, all that fun stuff. So I'm like, I mean, I, I'm, there's already been a lot of cost to being in the wedding. <laughs> Why not throw some more? But it'll be a fun time. And I'm just, I have to also wonder if, because it was blocked off for a wedding, if there was a little bit of an upcharge, because they know that people need it. Yeah. And you know I, I feel like there's probably, they probably increased the price in that block because they know that like you, that's the only option they're the only hotel motel you think I thing her down well it's too late now i know that i'm just thinking like in retrospect like if she was just like oh yeah and it's this i'll be like mm, how about 150 i don't know that's i think the, i could do it i always feel kind of sketchy doing that i think I'm just I, like, I think i got that riz i don't think you do <laughs> I heard you talking <laughs> and fumbling to get from point A to point B. Listen. <laughs> I love that you think you do, though. <laughs> uh, I was just like the biggest yes man. She's just like, yeah, yeah, well, we got the kicks. I was like, yep, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You know more than me, I guess. <laughs> and then after you get off the phone, I'm just like, what did you just agree to? Did I just hear you say $200? Hey, baby, I booked us the best room in the hotel. Like, what? <laughs> Whatever. It's going to be fun. <laughs> um, Just very briefly, I tried to watch Spider-Man again. Um, yeah. Which one was it? The Which Spider-Man? Um, it's Across the Spider-Verse. Okay. There's so many different like multiverse, Spider-Verse. It is, it is the most recent Sony animation Spider-Man multiverse movie. And it's <laughs> and I say I tried to watch it because I have fallen asleep both times that I've attempted to watch it. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the movie because as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I love this. And the next thing you know, I'm just passed out. That's. That's the issue with watching movies at home. Uh, like you have the convenience of being able to just watch it at home, but you also have the comfort of being able to watch it at home. I mean, yes, but I've also fallen asleep in a theater before. Oh, so. yeah. You fell asleep watching Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. So, I mean, I've known to just fall asleep places. God, <laughs> you're just a snoozy girl. Most expensive nap ever. <laughs> And once I eventually get through watching the movie, which I will thoroughly enjoy because it's a good movie. I just, I have a problem. Okay. It's called being 30 now. <laughs> I think you are finally going to be able to finish it by the time the third one comes out. And I'm pretty sure it's been put on hiatus for now because of like. Well, I would shit. hope that I would watch it by then. So like. Maybe by the time the third one comes out. And we can just watch, can watch it straight. It. And honestly, I feel like it would be a better experience watching it through because it ends kind of like halfway through a movie. Well, okay. So this is the predicament I'm in. I watched about the, the first time we tried to watch it. Yep. I watched about the first 15 to 20 minutes, fell asleep, and then woke up for the last 15 minutes. So I know how it ends. I know how kind of just like abruptly it ends. I just don't know what happened in the middle. <laughs> and then last night when we tried to watch it, 
I got just a little bit further than I did the first time and then woke up somewhere in the middle and watched for maybe 10 minutes before being like, why am I watching this? I have no idea how we got to this point. It's better that we just turn it off and then try again another night before I just get really, really confused because that's not hard to do. Do you want to know what I think? What? I think you just hate Spider-Man. That must be it. That's it. You heard it here. Brittany hates Spider-Man. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, (laughs) This is an accurate thing. This statement is correct. It's not at all. It just, just in case the sarcasm isn't coming through properly. (laughs) I very much enjoy Spider-Man. I very much enjoy the Miles Morales Mm Spider-Man. I just, I ate pasta (laughs) and then went into food coma. (laughs) What a strange, I I really like Spider-Man. I really like this Spider-Man. I ate pasta. <laughs> That's what happened. Good I ate for you. I ate pasta and then it just hit me and I was just out. That's oh, what happened. You. Like it doesn't take much to just knock me out and I apologize, but it is what it is. Sorry, um, not sorry. And then speaking of like expensive naps, I didn't nap in the theater this time, although it would have been a cheaper nap than the time that I did. (laughs) What a smooth segue. I'm so good at transitions. Yeah. Okay, so it was cinema day on the weekend. Yes. And we went to our local, uh, an hour away, Cineplex Theater to watch uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. And the family of four... Got in because of the cheap tickets and some scene points. $13. Yeah. And then we proceeded to spend like almost $30 on snacks just for the kids. Yeah, that was so dumb. It was was more (laughs) expensive just for the kids to get their like kid buckets. Yeah. I was just like, I have 15 bucks in my pocket. That'll be fine. The guy tells me the total. And my $15 didn't do it. No. I was just like, oh my God, just for the tiniest popcorn. Yeah. A small bag of candy and a small drink. Yeah. Oh, and the little like toy critter that sits in a little chair. Yeah, that's lost in the backseat of my car. Ugh. (laughs) I know, it's ridiculous how expensive it is. And then I... I was just like, oh, yeah, it'll be fine. Like, we never finish our popcorn, so it makes sense that we just get the kids their little popcorn, and we'll, it'll save us some money. No, bitch. It would have been so much more cost-effective to just get one big popcorn and have all of us share it. Because I lie when I say, I don't really need popcorn. I won't eat it anyway. Oh, like, I don't, <laughs> I, I'm not really that hungry. Then we, get, we got into the theater, and you were just like, I'm really hungry. So I went out to see if... Oh, maybe I can get us some like chicken tendies, something that's just like, you know, it's a little salty, good, good. Mm-hmm. It would have taken longer than I had until the movie started just to be in line, let alone wait in the additional line yeah, for, for the, the girl who's ready. cooking all this stuff. I know. So then what I ended up with, because I'm a fool, <laughs> is just the crumbs at the bottom of the kids bags, which I devoured because I have no shame. 
And um, I'm sure there are still kernels stuck in my teeth because of popcorn. But whatever. Um, lesson learned. Always get your own popcorn. That's just the way it is. We need to figure out how to make good popcorn so we can bring it and not spend $10 per popcorn. It's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> um, I loved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I thought Donatello was so cute and he was my favorite. He was also my favorite. I thought this movie was like mostly like amazing. It was it was a very fun roughly 90 minute movie. Mm-hmm. That's totally my vibe right now. Yeah. And there were a few things that I had issue with not big enough issue to complain about a $13 movie for a whole family. Yeah. Um, what if it, what if we paid for the movie full price? uh, Then would you be like complain central? Yeah, probably (laughs) because then for the full family, that would have been like $50 just for admission. Yeah. And I'd be like, ah, but this isn't Ninja Turtles. My biggest issue is with bebop and rock steady. Yeah. Because they are bad guys, or at the very least, antagonist bullies. Right. And they start out that way. They're part of Superfly's, you know, bad guy organization. Yeah. But, like, about halfway through the movie, a little past halfway, there's kind of like a, a realization that's just like, hey, maybe that's not brutally murder all the humans yeah and bebop and rocksteady like that are just like yeah let's be good guys now and i just no yeah that was one of the things about the plot that i also was when i I was watching it i thought this wouldn't make sense and I was just like kind of laughing and joking like, oh, this thing is just too unrealistic for this mutant animal (laughs) story. But yeah, so the turtles meet these other mutants and they're like, whoa, we're not the only ones. They find out how the ooze came to be, which then led to them and their dad and all that stuff and kind of have that little like missing puzzle piece to how they exist. And they realize, like, oh, we have a similar story where we tried to exist with the humans and we were rejected and that really sucked. And Superfly's answer to that is, well, let's just murder them all or turn them into our pets or make them entertainment or, I don't know, throw some babies. I don't care. And uh, the turtles are like, maybe we don't do that. I just kind of want to go to prom or, like, join an improv group, like, whatever. And... um yeah, I just thought that for the whole group of Superfly's little minions, they all turned within... Every single one of them. Yeah, within like one tiny little monologue of like, maybe we don't need to kill the humans. And they're like, oh yeah, good point. And they were just like, everything that you've ever told us for our whole life, Superfly, we don't care about that anymore because these yeah. turtles said maybe we don't need to. Yeah. And I feel like some of the littler mutant guys, like the Paul Rudd Salamander or Gecko or whatever the hell he was, 
Mondo Gecko, thank you very much. He, it makes sense like that he would turn because some of the little guys got picked on a bit by Superfly and and Bebop and Rocksteady. Rocksteady. And so I'm like, okay, so if they were kind of bullied by them, maybe they wouldn't feel as loyal or compelled to follow along with Superfly's plan. But I felt like the big brutes kind of, they flopped too easily. Yeah. And like you said, how like, oh, this mutant animal thing wasn't realistic. Like this thing wasn't realistic. I can fully accept the setting in where this setting has this ooze that turns animals into mutants. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the story still needs to be sound. Yeah. And it it doesn't take away from the fun of the story. Like, the story did its job. I was entertained. But if it were to be the best version of itself, I feel like... Um, it would have, like you said, some of the, the weaker mutants who were like picked on, like there was the one guy who they're just like, you have a terrible nickname. Hey, uh, Ray Goulet or whatever his name is. Yeah. Stop stop singing singing all the time. But that was his passion. So it's just like, if the turtles came and we're just like, you don't have to do this. We can all just be a family. And if they said, Hey, Superfly. These guys have shown me more kindness than you ever have. I'm going with them. Yeah. And then the the ones who, it, like, that doesn't matter. They don't get picked on because they are the alphas. Yeah. Superfly, Bebop, Rocksteady, and maybe even that weird cockroach until it falls in love. <laughs> it could just be like, we're bad guys. And it could still be very daunting, and they could be overcome and leave... Like, my ideal situation is Bebop and Rocksteady somehow get beaten real early in the fight and are just forgotten about. Right. So that they are left free to come back later as antagonists. Mm -hmm. Or, like, join up with the Foot Clan in a sure-to-be sequel. Yeah. Something. Yeah. See, I thought that... We have the initial smaller mutants turn. Then there be some sort of a fight with with Rocksteady and Bebop. And then they kind of same I'm, thing. I'm so sorry. Bebop and Rocksteady. Whatever. <laughs> so the turtles fight them. And like maybe they are like, oh, they're too strong. We can't do this. They have that moment of like, oh, the humans will never accept us anyway. Oh, maybe we were doing this for the wrong reason. And they have that that empowering moment where they all kind of know their place within the family and how they all serve for something bigger. And then they come together and they take them down and then they join forces with the other little guys and (laughs) just a bunch of little guys and then take on Superfly. And I would be fine with, with Bebop and Rocksteady getting forgotten about until later, maybe have a post credit scene of them being like the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this like family friendly like super teen focused movie then at the end there's just this giant guys being like the fuck <laughs> so, speaking of there's like the giant guys i super loved the introduction to bebop and rocksteady as they were uh like the turtles were coming like oh we're gonna find superfly wait till they see we're mutants 
And then it cuts to this really like cinematic, like them getting off their motorcycles. Yeah. And there's just a really slow shot of Bebop's nipples. nipples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, this is so weird and I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, it was very weird because he had these long, droopy, like, titties. Warthog titties that <laughs> With were nipple pierced. rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Um, I, like, I want to say, so, like, we had, like, our what would we do better? But I really loved the vibe of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it was fun. It it really gave like the the relationship the the turtles had with each other yeah really felt like a young um like teen friend group they yeah. were all razzing each other just like the joke of like my name will be michael angelo yeah that makes you leo nardo and then, <laughs> yeah nardo. nardo and i loved how there were some bits that they kind of just like beat into the ground <laughs> as young teenage boys do. They just yeah. find one thing that's funny and they just keep going and going and going and it's no longer funny anymore, but they think it's <laughs> hilarious and they, they do that and it works and it's just like, it's charming and it's cute and it's just like very heartfelt and authentic. And I'm just like, this is so precious and I love it. Yeah, so I found, like, they, they mixed, like, I guess, like, the Ninja Turtles we know with just, like, current youth culture. Yeah. Like, they had cell phones. Mm-hmm. They were texting, like, ain't, ain't never been a Ninja Turtle with a cell phone before. No, and they were, like, doing their own version of, like, um, that Ninja Fruit game. Yeah, they were they were like slicing up watermelons and stuff. Yeah, and like taking videos of them just doing stupid shit, which we know from our own kids. They just like to record themselves doing stupid shit and then watching it over and over and over again. Oh my they God, love yeah. to watch themselves over and over and over again. They think that they are hilarious. Children are narcissists. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that like all of their like teen charm i feel like did rob of it was the the turtles unique personalities mm-hmm. because in this they're all just like fun goofy like quippers it's like they were all the spider-man of yeah. the group yeah where they're all just like real fast-paced come up with one-liners just like quick way oh you got a metal arm that's so cool like that kind of a thing yeah um whereas like i'm used to like raf being like the the broody angry like edgelord guy mm-hmm. and donatello just being like overly nerdy and like in this yeah he had he was like i like anime this person likes anime they get me yeah and like leonardo has all of the like i'm the leader i'm kind of a narc sometimes um but, like, in the end, I really care about my brothers. Yeah. And then Mikey is designated as the goof. Right. And in this, they're just all goofy. So I feel like he falls behind the most. Yeah. He definitely was, like, outshined in this. Yeah. Like, he was the one that was kind of most forgotten about. Like, when we were talking about stuff about, oh, I really like this part. I really like that part. And he was the one that didn't seem to have much of a personality. The only time that I remembered anything kind of 
coming through was that he got along with the get-go and them doing like oh bro bro and like yeah. that kind of funny quirky stuff and then that he was like really thrilled about joining a an improv group yeah but other than that he didn't really have his own like his own personality that really came through enough he was really yeah because i mean you would think if like he's like oh i want to be in an improv group he would have the best one-liners to throw yeah but i felt that donatello did yeah donnie was just throwing them lines and just he was taking them all through the raspberry patch and i feel like the voice actor was like i feel like it's kind of that personality like their personality kind of came through because the voice mixed with the delivery is really what made it stand out so well yeah so i don't know he was just adorable yeah donnie had like the youngest sounding voice Mm -hmm. and like i feel like mikey he always just has like a, a very high pitched goofy voice yeah with a lot of energy, and he just sounded like a kid, mm-hmm. like nondescript kid, which I guess he was. <laughs> like he was. These four turtles are just another kid. Yeah, they're all just kids, and it works. But uh, I guess just as you know, uh, over thirty year old who is used to all the other ninja. Ninja Turtle shit. Yeah. I I simultaneously get that this isn't my Ninja Turtles and want it to be. Right. It's not the yeah, it's it's not the same as what you know and love, but Yeah, where's a guy in a, a giant foam suit, like foam and rubber suit that is so hot that they like got heat stroke and almost died in the rubber <laughs> suits. Where are my, where are those Ninja Turtles? They were creepy looking. <laughs> I like these Ninja Turtles better. <laughs> they were fantastic. I love them. So, I mean, we watched a whole bunch of other TV shows this week. Like, uh, the first two episodes of Ahsoka came out. Uh, obviously, there's more murders in the building. Um, I mean, I've been watching Futurama. But uh, none of that is, like, finished. Yeah. So, I... I feel like we'll save that stuff for another time. Um, so I would like everybody to regale us with the their best bean-related memory, uh, the best baked bean recipe. Um, oh, and, I would love that, yeah. And who is your favorite Ninja Turtle? Thank you so much for joining us this week at the Bees Knees Podcast. If you haven't already, please download this episode, and we will talk to you next week.